served with hoorah. You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now your healing has begun. It's Bad With Money with Gabby. Done. Welcome to the very first Bad With Money mailbag episode. I'm Gabby Dunn. Our main episodes are on Wednesday, but starting today, every Friday, we're going to have a mailbag episode for you. So for these mailbag episodes, we're going to be answering your emails, reading your Apple reviews, reading your Discord comments, and also talking about a new story of the week that I want to discuss. In this episode, we're going to be hearing from Hannah all about the Cara Delevingne Peg the Patriarchy Met Gala controversy that I brought up in our financial feminism episode. Then we're going to be hearing from Deirdre all about investing. And finally, Annie with some thoughts about dress codes that are different than what I said in the dress codes episode. (laughs) This first email is from Hannah. It says, hi, Gabby, love the show. If I may, a quick note about Cara Delevingne's Peg the Patriarchy shirt. Kara and Dior are not the creators of the term Peg the Patriarchy. The creator is a queer woman of color named Luna Matadas, and she has held a trademark in Canada since 2015. I actually heard about this. We talked about Kara's Peg the Patriarchy shirt in our financial feminism episode with Tori Dunlap and Akila Hughes. So if you want to know what this person's talking about, go listen to that episode. But yes, I did hear that. So when asked about the shirt at the Met Gala, Delevingne dodged the question and asked people to look it up. Her refusal to acknowledge Matata's work is intentional. Delevingne is a co-owner of the sexuality brand Laura DiCarlo, which occupies many of the same spaces that Luna Matadas does. I believe Laura DiCarlo follows Matadas on Instagram. Delevingne has not owned up to stealing the work of a queer POC small business owner. Though I understand you do not like the sentiment of the outfit Delevingne wore to the Met Gala, I ask you to take another look at the original creator and purpose behind this. And you guys can look up Luna Matadas. I'll put the link in the show notes. So thank you for that, Hannah. That gave me a lot of context that I didn't have and needed context for the show. Another email came from Deirdre. It says, hey, Gabby, I just wanted to say thank you for your episodes on investing. It gave me the courage to take the plunge and start doing just a little bit of investing on my own. And I even used your code on public to get some free shares. Before your show, I would have thought I didn't know enough or have enough money to take the plunge. And I'm grateful to you for making me realize that the stock market doesn't just have to be for rich, super capitalist men. XOXO, Deirdre. Yay, I'm so glad. I too have started dabbling in the stock market. We did an episode with Anna Akana about investing, and I've actually been doing the covered calls. I just did my first one. You need 100 shares of a specific stock in order to start. But if you go back and listen to that episode with Anna Akana, which is about covered calls and investing, you can get a sense of what I've been doing and try and do it for yourself. This email's from Annie, and this is about the dress codes episode that we did with Rich Ford and Amanda Mull, and this is another take on dress codes. Hi, Gabby. I love your show, and I very much enjoyed the last episode on dress codes and how they reinforce the messed up power dynamics within school and work. But I'm wondering if the complete elimination of uniforms in school is the solution. I grew up in a low-income single-parent home and attended a Catholic school that had a uniform. At times it sucked. I was one of the only girls that wore the pant option in kindergarten. I got bullied so heavily for it that I switched the jumper for the rest of my time. Oh, I'm sorry. That really sucks. However, the thing I loved about the uniform, especially as I got older, was that it eliminated all class signaling that came from clothing. I had one skirt that I wore every day of high school and no one ever knew that I only had one. 
I love the uniform so much I would forget when we had our out of uniform days for special occasions because I was so embarrassed by the rest of my wardrobe and forget is in quotes. So I think some major changes should have been made. First, I think if schools require uniforms, they should provide them. Second, I think uniforms should provide options to all genders. And third, I think limits on things like skirt length or hairstyle should be eliminated. But as a low-income kid, I did find a lot of freedom in not needing to navigate what to wear to school every day. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for an amazing show, Annie. Yes, a couple of you wrote in actually to say that you enjoy wearing a work uniform because it eliminates any sort of class signaling. So I just wanted to give a shout out to those people and to anyone who was feeling similarly as they listened to the episode. Next, we're going to hear from some of you who left Apple reviews, including Ellie is Angry, Candy Cop, and Super Etoily321, among others. So stick around to hear if yours gets read. Okay, if you leave a five-star review and rating on Apple, it really helps the show. It helps us get on the charts. It helps more people see the show. And I'll read it here. So this is five stars from Love's Currency. Loving every episode. I listened to my first episode today with the person behind her first 100K. So that's Tori Dunlap. And it was amazing. It made me laugh. It made me think. And at the end, I said, wow, out loud while driving alone in my car. I binged four more episodes today. Oh, yay. Thank you so much. I love when people binge. This is five stars from Starry Night Q. What are you doing with your life if you are not listening to this? Inspiring, funny, and best opening song in podcast history. Highly recommend Rainbow Emoji. Thank you. The song is by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, and Sam Barbera sings it. Okay. Another review. Five stars, Super Etoily 321. Refreshing perspectives on money and finances. I love the variety of topics and guests and listening to queer people talk about money. This show really encourages queer folk to ask questions and educate themselves about money and the power of financial literacy. Thank you, Gabby. Aww. This is a short one. It's uh, five stars. Ellie is angry. It says, a non-binary finance podcast? We love to see it. (laughs) That made me chuckle. Okay, I'm going to read two more. Five stars, Candy Cop. Candy Cop, both with a K. Amazing. This show has meant the world to me. I love all the guests, and they are an amazing resource to get more information about really interesting and rarely talked about money issues. And last one, five stars, Rennie Ruse. Starts out with a pink heart emoji. An amazing podcast that goes beyond money tips into deconstructing and identifying the larger systems at play that make capitalism tick and how to think critically about our participation within capitalism. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. I try so hard to make this show have context. And finally, we'll be reading a Discord comment. The link to the Discord will be in the description. And we're going to be talking about Squid Game. Okay, I want to read a Discord comment that I very much enjoyed. It is from Unicorn Tattoo, and it says, Whoa, I just now finished listening to all episodes of Bad With Money. I think listening to the podcast helped ease my financial anxiety some. It helped me realize that I am not dumb or a bad person because of my financial situation, just that I am trapped in the financial system that wants to put the personal blame on individuals to divert from the more nefarious things around money going on in the background with those who have power. I am much more aware of how capitalism taints pretty much every aspect of our lives. Thank you. Thank you so much. Patreon is patreon.com slash Gabby Dunn if you want to subscribe. There's bonus content there and all kinds of stuff about my life, not just bad with money. 
For the Discord, I will provide a link in the comments. Also, there's a Facebook page for Bad With Money, which is tinyurl.com slash badwithmoneyfb. I know that's a lot. I'll put it all in the description below. So, here's what I want to talk about. <laughs> and this is spoilers for Squid Game. Squid Game is a show on Netflix. I know Netflix is a bit under fire right now because of the transphobic Dave Chappelle special, but Squid Game is a Korean show on Netflix that I just finished. I binged the whole thing. It is one of the best depictions of debt and capitalism and the fact that there is no ethical consumption under capitalism that I have ever seen. It is so good. The twisty ways that money corrupts and the huge class disparities between people at the top and people at the bottom in the whole world. I mean, I talk about America mostly on this show, but this is a Korean show that just depicts America also perfectly. And there are some American characters that read us to filth. You just watch it and you're like, that is exactly what we're like. And the world knows it. But also the ways in which once you leave the class that you're in, once you have economic mobility, how easy it is to forget the people that you left behind, how easy it is to become the game player yourself, become the game master of people that are now of a lower class. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking show. I think it was such a good depiction of how it's hard to get rich without becoming immoral. So please check out Squid Game. Those are my thoughts on it. I loved it so much. Also, not to give another huge spoiler, but we missed out on an amazing lesbian storyline. Gimme, 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 where's that lesbian storyline? <laughs> so please let me know what you think about Squid Game. I need, I need all the thoughts about Squid Game. I actually want to host an after show for Squid Game where I just... I just break down every episode and then give everybody therapy at the end of every episode. <laughs> just bring on therapists to be like, okay, so here's all the Easter eggs that I found in this episode. And also here's a professional to talk about how traumatizing it is to watch this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please come back on Wednesday, next Wednesday, for another full episode, episode two of season nine. We're going to be talking about Zillow and all the controversy surrounding Zillow. If you know, you know. Also, thank you to my new patrons, which I will now list here. Matilda, Annie, Casey, Jules, Jesse, Grace, Nobody, Jordan, Nighthawk, Kristen, Junie, Ailish, Rosie, Keely, Katie, Jessica, Hannah, Marit, Gianna, Molly, Kayla, Brittany, Michelle, Lisa, Fuzzbubbles, Jacqueline, Remy, Belinda, Natalie, Erica, Peregrine, Jessica, Kara, Linz, Devin, Claire, Jamie, ZNB, Sam, LW, Jeff, Katie, Mackenzie, Anna, Beth, Sam, Victoria, Emma, Emmer, Megan, Elisira, Elena, Dana, Rosemary, Brightkens, Hannah, Mariana, Alexandra, Coralie, Mora, Lauren, Jillian, Erica, Duncan, Sarah, and Cash. <gasps> Patreon.com slash Gabby Dunn. If you become a patron, I will read your name on the show. If you have a burning question or you want to pick my brain, you can write in to GabbyIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com. Or better yet, you can record your question and send it to us as a voicemail. So that is GabbyIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com. I read all those emails. It's true. I really do read them. And sometimes I respond, as some of you can attest. Please give us a call if you want to leave a voicemail, 844-474-4040. And recommend this show to a friend. Oh my God, do you have a friend who needs help? Tell them about me and this show. I am here to help. Even if you want to just send them an episode and say, thinking of you. I also want to let you guys know that 
one thing that we've realized is that you guys like to binge the show. So you'll, and look, I, this is like, this is very specific data that I have about you all. On top of knowing that you all are Swifties and you love Dula Peep, I also know that you guys binge. And it helps the show a lot if you listen to the show on the day it comes out. So if you listen to the episode when it comes out, that actually helps us get on the charts versus binging a bunch of episodes at once, which I know you guys love to do. We can see that you listen to them in chunks. Just consider listening to the episodes as they come out. Just consider. I don't want to change you. I don't want to make you someone you're not. But think about it. 